you want to tell the people you saw me this weekend, but you got no, per- no picture proof, no photo evidence that I was with you? I know. We failed. <laughs> what? what a weekend. I feel, like so that, you- I feel like that was a good mark that we was like into the conversation and nobody yeah. even thought about it until we was leaving. Yeah. Um. So, Dewan and his girlfriend yes. uh, came to town and he got mm-hmm. a good weekend weather. Mm-hmm, uh, he did. And we had what was it, what was it Punch Bowl Social? Is that what it's called? Punch Bowl Social. Yeah. yeah. So we had brunch and there and had good conversation. Well, I'm always in podcast mode. I thought to myself, like, I should have just took my phone out and recorded that whole conversation. I could have edited it. It could have been <laughs> it could have worked. We talked, we was on on uh current topics and everything else. We were. <sighs> good little ter- 30 it was minutes. It's nice to see him in person. Yeah. Could have been a Patreon episode. That'd have been good. It could have. <laughs> it could have. Um Dewan admitted to us that they were doing touristy things. And I, for one, have no problem with being doing touristy things like they went to the bean they had um deep dish pizza i don't know and he went to the bulls game i have no idea if he uh if he had a euro or found a hero or something like that right um i'm for it but with this caveat if you are going to do touristy things in whatever city you are in if you have friends and or family in said city leave them out of it like i want to go to new york and if I have people out there and be like, yo, y'all want to hit Times Square? And I'm like, fam, no, we are not going to Times Square. We, <laughs> that is for tourists. We are not doing that. Nah, that's true. Um, and then while he was there, he had he mentioned this deep dish pizza and you had some pushback on it. I'm gonna play a clip real quick and you tell me where you stand. I'm gonna let you in on a secret. <laughs> in Chicago don't eat deep dish pizza. <laughs> It's a trick. It's a trick we play on people from out of town. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, y'all want some some deep dish? (laughs) Come on. (laughs) Just watch our (laughs) try and eat all that pizza. We don't eat that at all. So that was Chance the Rapper with T Pain. I like deep dish pizza. I think he should. Listen, that's just a clip. I think the context he should say, or he, uh, he should add more to it. For anybody who is not from here and never had deep dish pizza, try it. It's cool. It's whatever, right? I will argue it's not our best pizza. Tavern pizza is our best pizza. And what tavern pizza is, is thin crust cut into squares. It is so good that I just thought about it today. I don't think there's a mom and pop place you can go to to get pizza and it's going to be cut in triangles. You got to go to Pizza Hut, Domino's, Papa John's, Little Caesars. Everybody else That's is, cut, very true. is gonna cut yeah. it into squares. You can't eat deep dish every day. It is it no. is somebody said and it stuck with me, it's an event pizza. You know, you graduate, you wanna celebrate. That's it. It I'm, is. I feel like the only time I actually for real eat deep dish is if somebody's coming to town. They be like, Oh, I wanna yeah, try this deep dish. Or I may randomly. And I probably if I have it, it's probably once, maybe twice a year. But on a regular, your average First Black of all, you, you have to do plan. maybe white people eat deep oh, dish pizza more than we do. They, I think they do because obviously, <laughs> Lumalnadis and Giordano's are in business. Gino's, they might yeah. go out of business. You have to plan your hungry with deep dish. It takes a while. Mm. You sit down in there, you got to be like, 
y'all it's we, definitely like 45 minutes for yeah y'all know we, we getting deep dish right all right when they come just tell them to put two deep dishes and in. when i do have it you be like i'm happy i have this once or twice because it really make you appreciate it when you get it You're like this yeah. is amazing right um but yeah we are our, our thin crust is the way to go like so good immediately y'all. Y'all just our piece just is so it. fucking expensive though i don't know if everybody pieces expensive as ours a piece is expensive it is. You like I say that because I ordered pizza the other day with my friends. We got a large pizza, pepperoni inside. So that pizza was like thirty dollars. Like why? Like you why? Got, this is the thing too. Uh, um, if I want just a pizza, just to be having pizza, I'll just go to Little Caesar for five dollars. It's good. Well, it's not even five dollars no more. Um, real pizza. If I don't have a coupon. Luckily, the best pizza that's near me, I think it's called like Riverside, on Tuesday is 50% off. Y'all better oh, believe nice. I'm going on Tuesdays to get 50% off pizza because $30 for pizza, that's a lot. I cut that at 15, I get two of them, Joker. Take it home. And I can put it in the Listen, oven and warm it up in a second. As a South Sapper, I'm going to get this Beggars or this Italian Fiesta pizza. Yeah, but honestly, wrong. specifically Beggars, because Italian Fiesta be a little greasy, like a, le- a lot of greasy. It's good, but it be greasy. But Beggars, maybe even the Baracos. I'll take a Baracos. Yeah, we have none of that out here. I even let Dewan say that <laughs> mayor of life, it was my mayor. I was like, no, she's not. Uh, my town is so small. We have a president of our village. I don't have a mayor. Um, anything else? Before we leave, I wanted to ask you this. When you um go to a restaurant, are you a look ahead or I'll see the menu? Definitely a look ahead. I'm a look ahead too. I, I like to get it because one, before I go to the restaurant, I got to see if there's anything on this menu I even would eat. I cannot stand to get to a restaurant and then I'd be like, oh, I don't want any of this. Okay, like, wait, I would. wait, 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 wait. <laughs> this is true. My question to you is where I'm trying to figure out where I could go. Did it, unless it was a genre, like somebody took me to an Indian restaurant. I've never been there. So I would, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going off film, but I can't think of anywhere I could go that I'll look at this menu and I'm like, I don't eat nothing on this damn menu. I could be not be in the mood for what's on that menu, but it'd be yeah. hard pressed for me not to see anything I would want. But I also do. I a- mean, I say that because nowadays a lot of restaurants like make their menu small, so they don't give you many options. And so there's some there's some restaurant that has like a book of food. You're like, oh, I can definitely find something. And then this restaurant has got like ten items. You're like, mm, no. Uh, you brought up a book of food. We've talked about restaurants a lot, and I forgot what I was. I was listening to something and brought it up. We never talk about Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> I haven't been to the Cheesecake Factory in so long, Yo. but that's probably because if I, it's sister company to Grand Lux, and if I had to choose, I always go to the Grand Lux for convenience or food tasting. Like, is the food taste like Grand Lux? But you don't know why. they have this pasta that i really like there um the first time i went to cheesecake factory i feel like i need to go back to the cheesecake factory because i don't think i've actually ever had cheesecake at the cheesecake i haven't either um (laughs) i was like 22 or 23 i was on a date yeah and we get there and i think this is a thing of the past i was thinking about this because i wanted to bring this cheesecake factory topic up um they gave us the little I don't even know what it's called. The coaster that light up. 
they don't do that no more because they just uh, text your phone or whatever. They just text yeah. your phone, yeah. So while we're sitting there waiting or whatever, chit chatting, we get to the table. Now she had been to Cheesecake Factory before. I have never been. All I know is it's Cheesecake Factory, and I'm thinking it's the same as like a Baker Square. They're just known for desserts and stuff like that. So when we get mm-hmm. to the table and they put the bread down, I kid y'all mm, not. The bread. I said, "Oh snap! They got chocolate bread." She, I did too. She busted I did too. We call it, we call it chocolate bread all the time. Like, where's my chocolate bread? She was like, no, <laughs> it's, it's not raw. chocolate, by the way. Yeah, she was like, it's right. And I was like, well, can you blame me? This is the cheese. Like, if you I, can buy that at the store. You can. Yeah. I was I was thinking Cheesecake Factory sort of like Willy Wonka. If we went there and they put bread on the table, I'm thinking this is some kind of candy ass bread or whatever. I was excited. <laughs> but I mean the bread was still good, especially when it's warm. Oh, and the buttermilk. Oh my God. <sighs> Halloween. Is, is around the corner. Yeah, this is the weekend. I'm surprised that we haven't been getting celebrities showing us that we get what money can get it's you. It's been very mild it this has. year. Um, other than Kim Kardashian. What's she doing? I didn't see it. She was Aaliyah. Let me, let me look at this. Did she pull it off? <laughs> <laughs> Did she pull it off? Kim you Kar- know, was, I would never want to be that thin. As Kim is right now, or was Aaliyah was? I'm confused. Which were you? Where are you going as with it? As Kim was in that clip that she was playing, as oh, she was dressed up as Aaliyah, like she's tiny. Yeah, they're saying that um, she is like she's not trying to date black men no more. So she they changed. Wasn't it was tiny too? If y'all ain't seen uh Chloe, continue reading. Chloe look ill. The the video set to Aaliyah's, but y'all didn't put the video in here. Do I have to go to another article of this? Mm. It's probably not even gonna be worth it, y'all. I bet you it ain't. It's not. It's like, girl. All right. While this loads up, my question to you is: <laughs> If you go to, if you're doing a Halloween, oh, I'm see what's next. If you're doing Halloween, choice of costume. We not we don't have to give me a specific costume. Do you go for scary, sexy, or funny? Um. <laughs> I have nothing because I don't really do scary costumes. I don't really do sexy costumes, and I can't say that I do funny costumes. I just be like I dressed up, <laughs> and that's it. Yeah, uh, because for instance, like I'm going to a Halloween party this weekend, and I'm going I'm going as a pink lady from Greece, and to me that doesn't fall into any of those categories. It was just like, oh, this is a costume. This will work. I could do this costume up. Yeah, but the pink ladies were funny. It's just the costume doesn't come across as funny. Yeah, I'm like, it's not like it comes across funny. I've seen somebody pose, and I'm with them. They had a Halloween party, but the theme was you had to dress up like a celebrity. And as you walk in, it was a red carpet. Like, you got to take the pictures and stuff. And so everybody dressed up as a celebrity, and they were good. I'm talking about they were good. People went all out. I think it was a birthday party. It was like a birthday Halloween party. The person was, the birthday girl was Rihanna when she had that, like, silver glittery dress that had the long droopy back. Yeah. With the little thing on the head. So that was her. But like everybody, somebody was Faith and Biggie. Like there was a couple. We had like a version of Jay-Z and B. It was like several Beyonce versions, but um Beyonce and Jay-Z's and like it was the slizzles. It was just great. Like some people really was invested because the outfits, the look they were on. I was like, I oh, tried. this is a great idea. See, we don't have a group like that. I tried a few years back when Netflix had the Marvel shows. I was like, Sarah. I could be Luke Cage and you could be Misty Knight. Like it would work. You could do the mm-hmm. little wig and everything. Um, 
There's a lot of bald head, bald head guys I could be. Like, uh, as when I decided to do the pink lady thing, I promise you that's just because our phones be listening to us. Because I was like, what am I going to do for this? You know how you like say I'm looking for a Halloween costume that all of a sudden when you hop on your phone, all you see is Halloween costumes. Like that's okay. kind of how your phone goes. Okay. And um, I was like, I need to find something to wear. And originally... I was going to this, I was going to this party and it was me and my two girls that was going to go. So we were trying to find a costume that would be like a trio. So we can kind of like make it a thing. One of the girls can't go. So now I'm like, okay, well, I'll just figure out something to wear on my own. So I, cause at first I was like, y'all, we could be clueless, like Cher, Dion and Ty, you know, that'd be kind of cool. Then I was like, when the other girl couldn't go, I was like, well, we could be like salt and pepper. But I looked up that check. That check was like $80. I'm not fully that committed to a costume, right? <laughs> So I was like, okay, what's some solo thing doing? I was like, what's easy? Because I really wasn't trying to spend a bunch of money. And I was like, oh, I'm going to be Wednesday. For now, that's easy. Wear a whole bunch of black and call it a day. Yeah. So I was going to do that. And then as soon as I'm like, oh, what other shows can I think of? And then all of a sudden it was like, boom, grease. And it had the pink little jacket with the little matching scarf. And it said pink lady. And I was like, oh, this is easy. Because all I got to do is put on some little black faux leather pants call it a day i do my own makeup so i could do a 50s pinup girl makeup and curl my hair if this makes sense so was, my girl was like i could do it with you and i was like oh man if you want to but we don't have to do like the matchy match you can do whatever you want to do my home girl has a katara costume from like the last airbender and i think that's so dope so i told her she gotta be that yeah that, that would be cool i'm surprised that from wednesday you didn't go to the craft there's another oh like, you right i was like wait you didn't go to the craft i mean that's just I basic did. too there's You're a black right. girl in yeah. rachel true right yeah she's in that. yeah and she got curly hair <laughs> but i feel like i've jumped you wouldn't have thought of that if i did that yeah but those who would have got it would have appreciated the craft would have gotten they it yeah like, oh snap light as a feather stiff as a board so if it's a board <laughs> come on yes um while we're on halloween um I saw this article that was ranking the three worst Halloween candies, and I don't disagree with them. It was black licorice. Candy corn. Of course. Black licorice. And circus mm-hmm. peanuts. I was like, yeah, I did not like circus peanuts at all either as a child. Um, have you had all three? Have you had circus peanuts before? It looks like um, they, yes. they're like chewy. They look like peanuts. I don't know why. Yeah. Why? Why? Yo, and I was talking to this lady at work today and if i would have practiced delayed gratification as a child i used to make out as a bandit i did made out as a bandit on halloween if i could have just held my candy for maybe a month i could have sold a lot of candy at school and made some good money <laughs> i didn't think about that at all oh um we've been talking i see Aaliyah. i mean i see yeah it wasn't worth it y'all <laughs> it's like she had to <laughs> she had to be dazzled up is it what video is this one in a million no, uh, try no, again, try again, a, video. Yeah, yeah. One of the million, she got the motorcycle jacket on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it wasn't, wasn't worth it at all. Speaking of worth it, you got your wish. Kanye has lost everything. How you feel? I mean, I don't even know what the man did for real. Like, I didn't watch no interview. I, I mean, I didn't watch the interview that they took off. Uh, I'm assuming this is coming off of the Noriega, the Noriega interview. I'm not sure because I didn't watch it. Or was there another interview? Oh, he went on a whole press run. Yeah, there was more after that. Oh, oh well, Pierce then I, Morgan, missed, uh, I don't even know why Chris we Chris him for real. Uh, so you cool with him then. So you're not mad at Well, Kanye. I've been well, over Kanye, yeah. but I'm saying I don't know why everybody... I, I missed what happened that made everybody pull out from him. Like, well, I don't know what's George going Floyd on. the George Floyd and the Jewish anti-Semitism. 
is what. What did he say about that? Uh, he did the whole Jewish, Jew, the Jews run everything, and that's the same rhetoric that led to World War Two. So that's why you don't say the Jews run everything. And he did an interview with Lex Friedman, who said, "Why don't you be specific and don't label the whole group and tell the names of the people who you're really pissed off at if they happen to be Jew? They're, they're just Jewish." He wouldn't do that, and we would. As black people, somebody was like, all black people are lazy. Like, like, who you hired was lazy. Don't try to put that on all of us. Don't blame that on all of us, yeah. And then, uh, so you couple that with, I mean, yo, the school closed today. Why did you control the school? I don't understand why the school closed. He's no longer a billionaire anymore, according to Forbes. I never thought he was one because he didn't act like it. Um, Well, they was saying once once Adi dies, pulled out. (laughs) Yeah, that's what did it. And plus, if you looked, if y'all paid attention, he didn't adidas owned all the designs which i figured as much because uh i've i only looked at nike and i figured like nike must own all the designs because he never made a shoe close to what they look like and he didn't uh in the colorways because adidas owned the colorways too and he never went back to any of the colorways he had on nike are ugly I They're never was ugly. a fan. Never was a fan I of them. I don't understand every time i see people with those shoes i'm like why do you have these on what about Crocs? You how you feel about Crocs? You rock those? I don't too? like them neither. I hate it. <laughs> I know when you when you when you tell people like they not for me. Oh, they so comfortable though. I, I believe you. I bet they comfortable. <laughs> they just ugly. And then they had the, <laughs> them like Croc boots. I don't know what's happening. Y'all Wait, is there's wild. Croc and... boots. This. <laughs> <laughs> Croc boots. I don't know what you call them, but they just oh not, yeah. they not it. They're not Croc it. Boots. Oh wow! I mean, <laughs> I, I guess. Yeah, right. yeah. Crock boots. I I don't know what you call them, but that's what I'm gonna call them. But the, you know the big thing about them. Look at this Crock boots situation. They're all under a hundred dollars. That helps out. Like, I don't really, really care. I'm talking about like, their popularity. I don't. I'm not buying them. People like, love being ugly f- for fashion. Like I just, I cannot. I cannot. But, all right, this is what I don't understand, though. As a woman, I don't know. I'm not saying you did this, but you probably had friends, family, and know people do this. Women have forever put cute over comfortable when it comes to shoes yeah. and heels. So why is this? Why is Crocs so surprising? They're not cute. Is <laughs> but I said people like so being ugly for fashion. Like I didn't say shit about being cute. <laughs> Over uh, over comfy. I said they are ugly for fashion. All right. They, uh, they, it's like, oh, Crocs, they're the new in thing. Gotta wear them. No matter how ugly they are. Yeezys gotta wear them. Yeah. Because they're in fashion, no matter how ugly you know what, they are. They're what, ugly. What blew me was uh when the dad shoe was a thing and fine, like Nike had some monarchs and then Kanye had the wave, whatever, seven, whatever number they were right. And it was like Nike monarchs were like maybe 150. They weren't that expensive as far as like how shoes could get. And I think his was like 250, whatever. But then Balenciaga and all these other ones started making dad shoes, and y'all were paying a thousand dollars for shoes that weren't even that. I can't. And they're ugly. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what are y'all doing? Just to say you, I don't. Wouldn't it be easier if you Just had to the say money? Say you had them. Show me you. You can show a bank statement. I'm like, all right, you got it. I feel like it's way cheaper for y'all just to show that than to be like, no, nah, I got it. We looked up t-shirts last week, y'all. Remember that? Those fortune dollar t-shirts that they felt like they needed to have? Oh, before we completely leave uh, Halloween. 
it's been like two or three weeks. I see Werewolf by Night. I enjoyed Werewolf by Night. I thought it was it was pretty fun. Did you did you check it out on Disney Plus? No. Okay. So we, we're gonna pick I don't a, even know what that is. It's a Marvel one off special. And it's done in black and white, kind of like this classic maybe twenties no. or thirties. Uh is going to watch that. It's going to connect. Don't know how, but you could the the so it's it was a comic book as well. So it's an introduction. Hey Marvel, I'm tired. I'm just tired. <laughs> oh, well, this is this, this the, here's the best part about this one. You know how these movies be long and like the best the best part sometimes it'd be the last half. This is only mm-hmm. 45 minutes. So it's just the best part. It is no build up, no nothing. It starts with this contest where you got to get this amulet off this monster and you go from there. And that's it. And I was like, oh, okay. So I check it out when it dropped early in October. Um I'm I was tired. listen, I know you are. But I was, you might be tired. I was jealous yesterday because you know what happened yesterday, y'all? The the premiere of of uh, Wakanda Forever, and they did. Oh, I I subscribed yeah. to Marvel, and I loaded up my YouTube, and it was like, you want to watch this live? I'm like, yeah. And I saw all these people. I'm like two weeks, I gotta wait two weeks for voice spoilers of this show. I mean, for this movie. But everybody looked amazing. I saw Rihanna out there. Her new song drops tomorrow. It sounds like some sad music. It's called Lift Me Up. It's dedicated to Chadwick Boseman. Speaking of which, Cal, uh, Ryan Coogler had a, a pendant with Chadwick Boseman's name on it. Lupita looked amazing. Uh, Letitia Wright looked great. Uh, Denai Guerrero. I wonder if it's weird there. being back on set with him not being there. Yeah, Angela Bassett, of course, looked amazing as well. As she always did. I felt I felt bad, right? So the host, they had, they had five people at this event. It was a black guy and a black woman. They were the John and Shell, right? The hosting, they had the big stars come up on them, right? And then there was a black girl, and I'm guessing this woman was Latin or whatever. They they were on the, they were on the carpet where the the other hosts were like on the stage, and then there was a guy off to the side who was showing like the Legos and showing the crowd, blah blah. When the black girl and the Latinx woman were together. They interviewed so many black people. And it, every time they interview, oh, this is our tribe. This is our this. I felt bad for the, the non-black girl because, like, you got to be like, yes. I'm not, I'm not, like, y'all could just got two <laughs> black people because she really could have chimed in. Because, yeah. yeah, when you sit next to the black person and you not black and they they she's bonding with the black actors y'all done called up there, what you going to do? Just sit there? Mm, yeah, okay. Go black people and put your little fist up and move on. <laughs> it's nothing you can do. So I'm excited about that. Uh, I'm thinking I'm gonna get my tickets Thursday, so we got we can record. Yeah, my homegirl was just like, "We gotta buy our tickets." I'm like, "I guess." <laughs> I'm tired. I'm just. I don't, I'm tired. You, you don't. You go say, "Listen, I'm done." <laughs> just say it. I'm done. I'll catch you when I, I catch up. I don't know if I mean it's like I think I'm tired. Like in life, <laughs> like like tired in multiple ways like okay. oh another marvel movie great and i'm like something else for me to do like i'm just tired in general i feel like yeah um see that's how i was with game of thrones but you guys all check back in and y'all loved it and you gotta wait another year and a half for it to come back since they won't so start re- dumb <laughs> what have you been doing this whole time yeah they won't they Why don't start shooting we- to March Why is that a thing? Why are no. we waiting so long to shoot? Why are we not shooting now? Because they got to test. Why didn't we just go ahead and shoot the first two seasons? 
back to back. Like, if did you, you had that to expect? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. like if you had to wait to twenty to March twenty twenty three, you might as well have knocked out the first two seasons. That way, you kind of like, oh, okay, I'm already recording a third season while they just about to start watching the second season. You know what I'm saying? Like, think smarter, not harder. Yeah, you're right. Y'all you're is right. getting on my nerve with that. I don't know what make y'all think that we want to sit around and wait for these seasons. This is dumb. Yeah, because I'm a rant. it's not as if they'll be back next August. We know that's not happening. Exactly. And I, and I, I do understand that CG takes a while, but then you guys probably should have But you knew that it. shit is my right. point. You're you right. knew this before you got here. You're right. Stop wasting people's time. Now, I know they have other... Why are they over here making the Marvel Universe, though? <laughs> Wait, wait, so, wait, what? I understand that they're the Game of Thrones, the George R. R. Martin saga. Like, it's a thing. He got plenty of books and stuff. So I'm just calling it the Marvel Universe because, you know, it's a billion stories that he's supposed to be coming out with. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. Like, yeah, they got their own MCU. <laughs> yes, like, what? Everything got to be connected, man. I, 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 I miss one like off. I feel like, and I know I am, but I feel like I'm be watching TV forever. <laughs> like all these things connect. I'm gonna look up and be 50, fully invested, and been watching these shows since I was 30. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The same shows. Like Jon Snow is supposed to get a spinoff. Um, it's a couple of other ones that's some some spinoffs. And I'm just like, wait. Do we have a Jon Snow book coming out? Because what we learned, what no, hear me out. What we learned is they started to suck when they didn't have any more references. That's right. If you ain't got no reference, how you expect me to want to watch this when you ruined like the last uh, to most people, the last two to three seasons of Game of Thrones? I'ma just go with the last season of Game of Thrones. You ruined it. You ruined it. You're right. Um, but House of Dragons was very good this season. Um, if you ever decide to watch or binge it or whatever, I think my only gripe is it's supposed to be four seasons, and I felt like they did a lot of time jumping in this first season, only to be like, okay, we get the second season, we get straight to the bullshit. I guess is what they're doing. But I feel like there's there were parts in the first season that they could have drug out a couple of episodes before like time jumping. Cause in every episode, like the first five episodes is like a time jump each episode. I wonder, because it's based we talked about it's based on a book Fire and Blood. And I forgot how many years of the Targaryen, House Targaryen they cover in that book. But also, I do think they cover a lot because the the book is like I said, it's like a Wikipedia entry. It's not dialogue; yeah. it just tells you yeah. stories. It tells you what happens, what happened. I wonder if they thought, could we get away with a season by telling, like, doing it if we were doing, like, oh, we're gonna follow like how Roots was, but not like Roots, but um, we'll follow the Robinsons in the fifties, and then we'll show you guys the Robinsons in the seventies. Then we'll show you the Robinsons. Mm-hmm. In, like, I wonder if they thought about doing that with the show and they were like but it's difficult because the audience gets attached to certain characters and be like oh but they're gone i mean i'm Let watching me their see. grandchild but that's not the same like <laughs> listen because another thing is like you don't fully get to get into the characters like you get to know them but you're like damn i wanted to see a little bit more of this person and you don't because 
they died the next episode after you didn't got to know. <laughs> and I wonder <laughs> if they could have got away with with uh the way Game of Thrones is, right? And what we watched from the one to eight, we had Martell, we had um Starks, Lannisters, and uh, Greyjoys and stuff like that. Now those two houses were there then too, but there's houses that don't exist, like Valerian and Weston. Could they have said, We're gonna put you guys here where Targaryens are in charge, but each season we'll tell you how a house disappeared? Like how this how they was able to lose everything. That could have been interesting. <laughs> that could have been interesting, yeah. All right. But all in all, I still I think it just I feel like um I think my struggle with going through the seasons so fast is like names. One, because every all the names are so repetitive. It's like three Amons, a Damon and a Vayman. Like, what is what? What is this? That's it messes with you too with the book. Because yeah. in the book, and I'm talking about fire and blood. There's Aegon, and there's a, I, I got to a part where there's yeah. a Daenerys it's is three born. Three Aegons, yeah. A, a Daenerys is born. I'm like, I get it because I'm, I mean, well, I I, I guess I, I mean I wouldn't be surprised if, if there was a John in my lineage. So I understand, but it, it messes with you because I'm like, but I know a Daenerys, and I know the, the Aegon. Like, you guys have already established these names. Oh, so and get, then they start naming the dragons. This people name like Vicenia <laughs> was a sister. Why would you name the dragon Vicenia? Like when you say Vicenia, I don't I don't understand what. Then it's the Valeria Valerion. Like yeah. stop, just stop it, stop it. You and listen at this point, I know them by their face. I'm like him, that one, that dude right there. You don't have to uh, waste. I don't think you have to waste. Well, I know. You don't have to waste any time on Black Adam. I did see that this weekend. I didn't plan on seeing that. Yeah. I think we're at a point now, too, though, where besides Black Panther, because of the impact it has on us or whatever, you might as well wait till the next one come out to see if you got to watch this one. <laughs> so, like, uh, so for anybody who's looking for Black Adam, I could be like, Wait till to see what they do with the next one. Then I'll be like, oh well, if you want to know more, watch Black Adam. That's how <laughs> I was with Ant-Man. I watched Ant-Man so late. <laughs> like, I was like, do I have to watch this? And then I forgot what I watched. And I was like, let me go back and watch Ant-Man. I feel like this is gonna make more sense. Yeah, I saw the first one. Because everybody was like, no, you gotta watch the second Ant-Man, because then Ant-Man and the Wasp, because that was like the well, one. That's when he gets stuck, and, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, I can't watch the second one without watching, the, watching first. the first one. So that's how I ended up watching the first one. But at first, I didn't watch Ant-Man. I also never went back to watch the Hulk. Not but that he, I feel like I need to. But, but here's but... how it works, right? So, let me, real quick, Black Adam, I think The Rock, I'm, I'm nervous. I think The Rock might mess up DC more than what it is. Because to use a wrestling term, he seemed to be going to business for himself. Black Adam is minor character, but his rival is Shazam. But the it's just, just yeah. the since it's the Rock, he was like, "No, I want to fight Superman." What are we doing here? They think that what, what that doesn't make any sense. It, his story is gonna disappear. Then he's gonna come back to us. Yeah, and then, it's gonna be so, one of those movies. So I show Sarah the Ant-Man and Wasp Quantumanium, whatever, that trailer. Mm-hmm. And it looks interesting. And of course, Kang shows up. And without missing a beat, I said, well, if you want to know more about this, just go watch Loki. I didn't tell her to go watch yeah. the other two Ant-Man movies. Who cares about yeah. that? Like, yeah. Just go watch Loki. That's where Kang shows up. And you get a better idea on a version of a Kang, but it's not going to be this Kang. 
the Maxwell challenge. Did you do it yet? I know I actually sent you that video, but I did put it in. I lo- Yo, the original tweet had me dying because it says Maxwell ain't gotten that one song to cause for all this. And I'm like, you, he don't. He, he, he don't. Because why is we doing this? Why, sir? He's trying why? to show you that his knees are still good. Go ahead. Drink your milk. Let's go. Do men have body parts like how, like, all right, let's do this. A woman could do a split and dudes like, oh, damn, okay. And then as a woman get older and they can show you like they still got good knees. Sex. Do men have anything where y'all can look at him like, okay, he might still, be, and he get nothing, but their body's like, he got, that's still going for him. We got anything? Did y'all look at like that? Did y'all like, look at you know, see, that silence is I definitely. I have nothing. Yeah. They're, they're, have nothing. We have nothing. We could just age and y'all just were like, I'm, I'm risking it. I'm gonna see. I'm gonna see if he got his shit together. Oh, speaking of which, before we get out of here, where is not get out of here? But what what aboutism is at all time high? This I'm so what aboutism? You you be like when I when you arguing right? You got some beef with me, and I say, but what about that time? I it annoys me. Tit for tat is what I like to call it. It annoys me when I see somebody make a point. Usually, women make a good point, and dudes got to ruin it. So. This woman the tweeted. Alpha male complex. This woman tweeted, "Men will ruin your whole life, then come back and like your picture." And I'm like, I, I guess you know, men do this. Uh, he gonna come back. Women will ruin your perception of love, then say we still could be friends after. Nobody asked you for any of this. <laughs> like, what are you doing? And he got like ten comments, forty five retweets, six hundred and twelve so likes. I was like, wait, every every guy's a victim. Every woman has broken his heart. It is so hard. So hard. And it's like, we can't never just have something. Like, if we say one thing, guys, we'd be like, but uh, but what if? But then we're like, we're not. This is my experience. This is what I'm referring to. Like, come on. I think sometimes men think that when women are venting about past experiences, they take it personally. I'm like, whatever he did to you, that's what he did to you. I'm not going to defend him. I don't know him. Um, I'm just going to go by what I plan on doing with you. But (laughs) yeah, Uh, I don't envy any of y'all out there in these streets. But it also, because people are that way, it makes it really hard to date because now you just be skeptical going into other situations. As far like, we be skeptical as far like, like, so say you talking to someone and they do some real fuckboy ass shit, right? But they've been gaslighting you the whole time. And so then you like, okay, you realize it later, y'all don't work out. And then it's time to start dating other people. But now you're just skeptical of everything they do because it's very reminiscent of what the last yeah. fuckboy done did. And now you're like, I don't know if you genuinely telling me, you know, saying this or feeling this way or whatever, or you just gaslighting me to get what you did because I just experienced that. Yeah, that is difficult because you gotta. Is on one hand you want to give everybody a chance, but on the other yeah. hand, you, you we are creatures of survival. You know, if we are out in the wilderness, and you be like, "Well, the last time I, I I stepped on this branch and it cracked, a bear came out. How I know another bear ain't finna come out? I mean, that could yeah. that branch like so it get it get that way. Yeah, as I mean, I had that situation, and that situation killed me because of my situation was. I didn't fight for a person. Or I, so I just like let them go because that's what I always did. Like, yo, all right, you don't even be fine. Fuck it. I don't care. So I got to talking to a woman and 
she was still giving, she was getting off that vibe like, you really not that interested in this, blah, blah. And I was like, nope, don't give up. That's what you always do. Just stay in there, blah, blah. Long term shirt. You overthink. Yeah. I, I ended up taking this girl out of town. She was just like, no, nah, we. I just want to be friends. I'm like, fam, wow. I took time off. I didn't have a good job at this time. So I was losing money and I'm driving mm-hmm. up this. I was like, fam, I was so mad that day. I just like, we had like two nights and I was like, we could just go back home now and just went back. Well, luckily it was like Wisconsin. So it wasn't that far. But I drove back in the middle of the night like, nah, I'm good. I'll just go to sleep or whatever. Uh, and I said the last person I was talking to, like, fuck boy. And now I'm like, I'm talking to someone else, I guess. And I feel like I'm just overthinking everything just because I don't be knowing what to believe or how to feel or what's going on. I'm like, okay, well, this sounds familiar, but I don't want to say you like the same person because that's yeah. not fair to put that on you. Yeah. It's like you're walking on eggshells. You don't know what to do. It's the, by far the most annoying The wildest thing ever. part, though, when it comes to, from my understanding, is I don't know if it ever goes. Like, what what we're actually describing is PTSD. Because, because. I got for, PTSD because, from dating. Well, women would be like, you're never really, some women's like, I'm never really sure. You're like, but you've been married for five years, but. You never. Some men be waking up. They're not in love with you anymore. You just like mm-hmm. they just never know. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I can live that way. Do I think the simplest way I could put this is it has to do with secrets. We all have secrets. We have and some. We have our own secrets, and we have other people's secrets. My question to you is: Are you more a giver or receiver of secrets? Do you? Is there more people in the in this world in your life? that you trust with secrets or is there more people who trust you with their secrets? That's a great question. Um, How good are you with secrets while you ponder on that? No, I think I'm pretty good with that. If you say between me and you, I'd be like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Between me and you. Plus my memory be bad half the time. But so that, like you told me and I'd be like, I right. and then I'll I'll remember until you like really bring it up again. Like, okay, oh, that's you better tell me that. Then like <laughs> I forgot you told me not to tell nobody. <laughs> no, I'd be like, oh yeah, you did tell me about that. <laughs> okay. But am I the receiver or the giver of the secrets? Um I, I guess maybe a receiver, because I don't feel like I have secrets. I always feel like I'm an open book. You tell everybody everything? <laughs> or like, no, so listen, this is how secrets work. Secrets are, I'm confiding in you. It is not, you can ask me anything and I'll tell you anything. True. There's, there's a, so for me, uh, I'm a better receiver because like, there's only two people in this world that I would tell certain things to in this point in my life. But I have a lot of women's secrets on me that, and a lot of friends' secrets. So uh, they trust me and y'all were right to trust me because I don't be telling people business like that. It's not that serious. But uh, because, yeah, I'm the same way where you can ask me anything, but I'm not just going to be, I'm not, I'm not, that doesn't mean I'm going to confide in you. Just because I'm yeah. honest doesn't mean I'm going to give you secrets about my, about me uh, and stuff like that. Let's see what else I got. Um, I was, You might have to be the wrong person to ask. So I'll ask the audience. For those who are fans of this Beyonce album, how do y'all feel about these non-visuals? And we got to depend on the peoples, like Tony Braxton singing Cuff It and little girls dancing to the songs. What, what, what's, what's, what's going on? Why is Beyonce hesitant with the visuals? 
Where where are the visuals for this album? She's a perfectionist. Maybe they ain't ready yet. All right, could I be true. I know, I know, but we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna chew on that for a second. Could a perfectionist perfectionist mentality the person that has that mentality? Could they actually put out the album without the visuals in mind? What if they have the visuals in mind too? I do, feel, but I, yeah, I feel like she got what she wanted to go with it. Maybe it's the documentary on top of it because you know Beyonce. It's got to be a whole story. Do we? Could it's gonna be a whole mini movie of videos? Could Beyonce really hold off until the spring for visuals because a dance album doesn't give you winter vibes? We're 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 in the fall now. The winter the winter will be here before you know it. I don't know. Wish, I wish you would have just dropped everything in the summer. Okay. Let's talk Real Housewives of Potomac, y'all. Let's talk about it. I felt like this was sort of a throwaway episode because we're bookend by the Chris situation. And I don't know if we got anywhere with it as far as I understand that Giselle said she felt uncomfortable yes but i just she's not reaching for me she's not factoring intent right if you're an introverted person and your friends invite you out you might feel uncomfortable in that group setting but you understand that your friends yeah your friends were like you know we just wanted to hang out he that wasn't his thing like, so you cannot be alone with any... Giselle is just reaching is what she's doing. Because if you were so uncomfortable, why did you wait until the next season to record for the cameras to have this conversation with me? If you were so uncomfortable and I'm your friend, you would have told me the next day or a couple of days later. You've never not once mentioned it to me. It's been, I don't know, three, four, five months since we had the reunion. And now you choose to say some shit once the cameras is up. That shit is it's petty. Does Giselle think she makes Chris comfortable referring to his penis? Does she think she that's a that's just like a compliment? Exactly. Or something? Why are you always talking about my man's penis, sis? Is, you want to see it or something? And I know Candace came on the show talking about her man penis, but that don't mean you're supposed to be. Yeah, chopping in. You know. Uh, and plus, at the spring kickoff, she was friendly with him, and that could have been an opportunity to confront him when you got all these people here. It wasn't going to be like. Going to the side, but also, also, what do you say to that? Hey, when you asked to talk to me, and nobody, I thought my team was gonna be in my room, but nobody was there. Even though we didn't, our conversation stayed on the up and up, and you left when you when you were supposed to leave. I felt uncomfortable. What am I supposed to do with that information? I'm sorry you felt uncomfortable, but we were just wait. What? So I can never have a conversation by your with we we got to make sure there's a group of people. Uh, um. Anything else with Candace? She vent to Eric about blah, blah blah. She threw Michael Darby under the bus. She's like, "You have an she ass have grabber." She ain't have <laughs> they to do apologize. that. She just said, "We're not doing this to my husband," but you ain't have to bring him in. Yeah, especially with you and Ashley trying to make do with y'all friendship or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, and she's not. And she's not processing. Uh, she started the egg retrieval process with the injections, but she's not. It's not going well. Uh, speaking of Ashley, she learned that she didn't really need her and Michael don't need to be married to buy this house. I think that's what we got from that situation. I was very confused on what was going on. I had to rewind and read a, a, a wrap up. I'm like, wait, what am I missing here? So the wrap up said 
Ashley seems to be hustling backwards. She didn't realize that Michael had manipulated the reason behind wanting to buy the house under both their names while they were still married. So I guess he thought it would be, but the lady said the realtor, no, the lender and the banker already know the situation. Cause she thought like, oh, I can't, I don't want it to be public. And it's like, we know that y'all separated and they're good to go. So I don't know. This is going to be a tough little season for her because she out there getting emotional that her marriage might be ending and if she making a mistake. But <laughs> um, yo, how all right? I know you don't have any kids, so this is a little bit different. And but you got family, so this could this could be. This. Is the meal's a house too big? Five beds, four and a half bathrooms, over four thousand square feet. And then she was like, I got to make sure if I'm in the kitchen, I can see my kids. But you, okay, but you go, they're going to be older where you ain't going to be able to see, that house is huge for the little babies. They, your kids are going to be teenagers for a while. I don't, I don't know. I think that part where she was like, I think that was the open, the open concept on the first floor. Yeah. Like if I'm in yeah. the kitchen cooking, I should be able to see my kid in the living room. Like, and then he said it was five bedrooms. Yeah. Five beds, four and a half bath. Yep. Her bedroom, the two kids, kids that's three. And then maybe for family come over, office, right? and then like a family room. I mean, like I a wonder, guest room. I wonder if a house that big already has an office. Like, so for those who, for what my understanding when you looked at houses, the main difference from a room being a bedroom is that there was a closet. And obviously that's an office true. wouldn't have a closet in it. Uh, so Robin has a new home. And she asked Juan about this prenup. I think she was upset that he didn't give that much kickback to it. He's like, cool, write up whatever you want. You know, whatever you want to do. It's them trying to make it big. It's the trailer for me. Her ass is for the pretend. They, they might as well hit the dun 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 music yeah. inside of that. Because like, they really tried to make it something. And he was like, I whatever you want to do, sis, just let me know. He said, I'll, I'll I think he did say I'll make. It wasn't I will. He said, I'll make more money than you anyway. So I'm not worried about that. Uh the Mia and Robin launch. Every time you do that, I always just think of that's delicious and I don't know. The Mia and Robin lunch time. Did we miss? Robin is out here trying to tell y'all that she deserved to be on this show. Because these last two or three seasons, everybody be like, we can get rid of Robin. She don't have no storyline. She don't have no storyline. Robin said, oh, I ain't got no story. And I'm going to put myself in everybody's story. You're right. Because, all right, she's checked Giselle for like running her mouth off about their whole situation. We got the Juan prenup. We had her versus Wendy after mm-hmm. the, the dance thing. Uh, we got her meeting with uh, hello, Candace. Hello. The wildest part, too. I like this energy. I don't know that, what that say about me. But her inviting everybody else's kids but your kids. Cause I don't want you in my life <laughs> was great to me. I was like, oh yeah, if I fuck with you, I like, I, mean, I you know, I appreciate it. And I like how she stood on that too. Like, yeah, um, no disrespect to, to your kids. Your kids are cool. But I don't want you there. So fuck it. How you gonna be here without about your kids? This goes good. Um. So what I got for the Robin? The they discussed the social media post and how they, you like, yo, you see, it's Robin was right. Once you start posting one thing, you got to do constant updates. Yeah, it's, uh, it's like just don't even even do any of that. But it looks like Mia has an autoimmune disorder, but they don't know what it is. Uh, well, then Mia said, 
I don't know. Cause it's like, yeah, this is about Chris. She's like, Chris was staring me down. I don't think I saw her. Maybe he glanced over there in that, that cutaway that we saw about it. Shout out to Real Housewives of Potomac producers because they rewinds be killing me. They like Chris not looking. Yeah. Chris still not looking because my Mia is a liar. What is you saying, sis? What do we got anything else in there? Chris go to oh, I wrote Chris go to lunch, but I forgot to bring this up to you. Sarah says she didn't notice this. But I'm pretty sure she's going to notice it now. And I apologize to all you guys who don't notice this, but that's just how my brain works when I watch the television. Why? And this might be a whole Real Housewives thing. I don't, this is the first time I'm sitting there and actually watching a show. Why is, why are they so adamant about showing these people order food? They, uh, they have the server come up they do this every time. Mm-hmm. That's you- so funny you said that because I thought that in that scene. I was like, y'all really like the way, even that scene and the scene where uh, Chris and Candace were sitting down there and Robin was me. I'm like, y'all make a point. Yeah, like, she's like, did you have a spark? can I get you? Yeah, yeah. But I think that's because on other shows, Love and Hip Hop, you never see them order. They just that's go true. sit at a restaurant and be there. It was the episode before, I think Ashley and Candace, when Candace was telling, when Ashley was telling Candace about Chris, they were at this little night lounge spot and Ashley had the menu, shut it up and asked the server, do y'all have shrimp tacos? And I'm like, wait, wasn't that in the menu? Like I've never went anywhere. Oh, you know what we ask? Seriously. What I've always asked when I was drinking, um, uh, soft, uh, soft drinks, Coca Pepsi products. That's all I would ask. If you, what, what do y'all, which ones y'all have? Okay. This is what I want. I never say y'all got a double cheeseburger. Y'all got steak here. Like, isn't that? Can you do? Should I be ordering off the menu constantly? Should I be? Should I go to some places and be like y'all got fried chicken? Yeah, yeah. Let, let me get that. All right. Uh, oh yeah. Karen was like, Karen thinks Chris should give Giselle an apology. But then Karen was like, but he loved what you said. Oh, Karen had a similar situation. Which husband do you think that was? I don't know. Uh, Gordon. No, I'm lying. I think it's Gordon. I think it was Mia's husband. Okay. Uh, she, be, she be weird. She be like, eh, that's just how he is. Girl, you sound dumb. Would you be, oh, maybe you've done this before. I know Sarah's up for it. Um, do a manny with your man. Um, sure. Okay. <laughs> you like, you, you you appreciate a well-kept man? You, you cool with I that? I do. Okay. That's good. <laughs> I don't know if it's bad or not. If you like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I mean, I can't stand to see. I'd be like, what's wrong? Why you ain't want to work on that? <laughs> you know what bothers me? I be trying me? to get. I be trying to get me in to do like so. Like I be having my self care days. And I do my steam and face and facial mask. I'm like, come on, we're gonna do face masks. Yeah. We in this together. Yeah, take care of your skin. Take care of your body. Take care of you. I was uh anything else with this episode with uh not too much because i think ray was only ray and chris was only husbands we, oh we saw Juan too and then i think next week wendy because wendy did bring up the restaurant in the 20 percent, and uh i think her husband finds out next week and he don't seem like he a fan of that so it's weird though because the way this show and a lot of reality shows do this and I'm pretty sure a lot of it's reenactment and a lot of it might be just 
no, don't hold that information until we're on the camera. But for your significant other to meet with somebody that's going to make a financial decision like they're going to make and wait a few days until we're shooting to tell you about it is wild to me. They'd be like, oh, I can't ask you about that. Cool, bet. Uh, that is it. I mean, I had Jennifer Hussman on here. She wasn't going to spend like $32,000 on some shoes. There's a story going around about armpit crabs and people are just like, I guess you'll fuck anything. Uh, I'm not fucking no armpits. Did you hear about this? This happened? Y'all it's a, weird. It happened. Y'all are just freaking weird. You know what I wanted? We don't, I don't, I'll save this one day. My question though, for people out there, we sometimes get so enamored with who we are talking to slash dealing with. Oh, I do have this on here. I didn't put this in my list. Top 10, the 10 best R&B soloists of all time is ranked. Essence did this. We'll get, I'll blow it up. We'll get into this. So that there's certain things we overlook and I get it, right? If that person's not the, he's not six, two, he's five, 11. I'm cool with that. Or she's not thick, thick, but she pleasantly cool with that. Right. Uh, and I'm just, those are examples of little things. What I never understand is this though. Why do y'all overlook sex? That would bother me. If me, I don't care how bad this girl is, this woman is. If we had got to the conversation about what she likes and what I like, and it does not match, even though we can still have sex, <laughs> mm-hmm. we, I don't understand it. So when y'all are out there and you, you meet a guy and he's like, I'm in the threesomes. You're not in threesomes. Why y'all keep talking? Like why y'all if Shorty's like, yo, I'm into whips and chains and you are not into whips and chains. Why are you still talking to her? I get it, she bad. But you not that's not what you about. Sexual it's compatibility is so high. And, I, and people just yeah. be over, well, I can as long as I can get a nut. He look good, she look good. What are we doing? All right. Just know yourself, y'all. Okay, Essence did the 10 best R&B solos of all time. Let's just see what you what you think about the list. The I'm a, 10 top R&B soloist. Soloist. Number 10 is Al Green. Um, cool. Cool, cool. Uh, number 9, Mary J. Blige. Number 8, Usher. Number 7, Aretha Franklin. Number six, Anita Baker. Now we're into the top five. Number five, Luther Vandross. Number four, Mariah Carey. Number three, Beyonce. Number two, Michael Jackson. And I'm pretty sure you guys can guess who number one is, Whitney Houston. Anybody want to take off this list? Anybody want to add to this list? Take off in as you say. Mm, that's so much work. <laughs> All right. I'm trying to think. How's Marvin Gaye not on here though? I might take Al Green off and put Marvin Gaye on here. Um, as far as women, I think they got it. If you got Mariah, Beyonce, and Whitney Houston, maybe you could. Uh, you got Anita and Aretha. Are we, are we talking full package or vocally? It says. Let's see what this preamble says. Um, I'm like, shouldn't Celine Dion kind of be on that, like vocally? Well, this is essence. 
I think they only go pick black. Oh shit, was it essence? I don't <laughs> think I picked the other real nice. Okay, go back to blacks. Okay, uh well, you think, mm-hmm. I'm going to read this. Rhythm and Blues has gone through many transitions since its early inception in the mid-1940s, but one thing that has remained undeniably consistent, well, constant, sorry, is the powerhouse vocal soloists that have de- oh, defined and anchored it through its many innovations. I don't know if I think, well, I mean, I guess so, you know. It said these artists with undeniable classic singles and albums, instantly recognizable vocal tones, and generation-defining works. So I guess that's the criteria. Are the blueprint to when it comes to what R&B was, what it is now, and what it will be for the next 50 years. Speaking of which, I did listen to that Babyface Girls Night Out. I enjoyed it. Sounded- I heard snap- snippets. I think um, the shame room was playing them. I was like, okay, it's, on it's every good. snippet. So I was like, I really got to sit down and listen to this album. Yeah, it's like 12, 13 songs. Mm-hmm. And there to me wasn't any bad songs, but the good songs are great. The one with LMA is good. Money Long, Tink, I think is one's good. I mean, I just felt like Babyface know how to make a hit. He do. He do. And he's <laughs> really on, what he's it on is. every track sounding amazing. I'm like, God, wait, okay. <laughs> All right. That is it, guys. We have a Patreon to record real quickly. So you can tweet me at one or you can tweet Shell. As extra Shell, you can follow me on Instagram. You can follow me on the Snappy Chat. I'm is with the Z Shell. Make sure you follow the website, 1515F. Check out the podcast. Rate, review, subscribe. Until next time, guys. I say peace, she says. Bye.